going on, everybody? My name is Matt. And I'm Gabe. And welcome back to another episode of the Tentacle Bot Podcast. And today we're doing kind of just, it's this week's catch. Hey! Uh, so, so we do this uh, every other week now uh, as part of our new format of the show. Uh, we're just going to be going over the new music that's come out over the last week and a half or so and uh, just kind of just giving a brief overview kind of how we feel about it and directions that we're kind of seeing stuff go. Yeah. Um, but before we hop into that, Matt, what have you been listening to lately? So it's kind of been a cycle of the same probably about six, seven songs, at least as of recently. But I'm also getting into Dua Lipa. <laughs> I am, am falling down this rabbit hole, man. Um, yeah, fair I, enough. I listened through her Future Nostalgia record as well as I believe her self-titled. And if I start unironically saying Hot Girl Summer, like that's that's why. Because that's the kind of songs that she puts out is people who say Hot Girl Summer unironically listen to her music. That's just the vibe I get. Yeah, that's fair. I respect it. Yeah. I Uh-oh. can't say that I haven't said it myself. <laughs> <laughs> unironically. Unironically. Yeah, exactly. Um, but for the singles that I've really been kind of cycling through, a couple of them are just anime intros. I have just been real hot on those lately. Carbonized by North Lane, Neon Grave by Dayseeker, um, Masterpiece as well as Cyberhex for Motionless and White, which Masterpiece okay. is actually a, a new release, so we oh, can I definitely talk one. about that yeah. one. And... What is the other song I've been listening? Oh, uh, jumping back into a little bit of Lorna Shore uh, with To the Hellfire and And I Returned to Nothingness. Fair enough. So a uh, little bit of this, a little bit of that. How about you? Uh, for me, it's been a lot more uh, in comparison with the last time that we uh, talked uh, for about Bless the Fall. I was like on a psychobilly kick. Yep. Now I'm on like the black metal kick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so um, uh, black metal and just kind of like deathcore in general. Um, so... On this last uh, Sunday night, I went to the uh, Traders Left to Suffer, uh, Scum Freak, <laughs> and uh, who was the other person on that bill? I'm totally blanking on who the other person was. Let me see if I can look that. It up. That makes me so sad. They were so good. Oh, it was Wrist Meat Razor. No, I'm just kidding. There I, I didn't even watch them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then uh, Dead Echo opened up, which is a local band, which uh, I would recommend everybody check out. They're super cool guys. Uh, Harry's a good buddy of mine. Um, so a lot of beat down deathcore kind of stuff, just kind of in preparation for the show. And then post show, it's been a lot of behemoth for me lately. Really? Um, I unfortunately had to miss them because I was playing in a variety of, uh, Easter services. I had to miss that one too. Cause I was working. Yeah. So it, it was behemoth Archspire, And, um, that one, I genuinely cannot remember who was on that bill, but uh, uh, it was arch enemy and, or yeah, sorry, not Archspire, arch enemy. Oh, who was the Our other Spire one? was at the show on Monday. The, Arizona's been in stacked with shows left and right. It's been kind of nuts. Yeah. So no, it's kind of hard sure. keeping things straight. Um, but yeah, so it, it was Arch Enemy, Behemoth, and, and another guy. I honestly only cared about Behemoth. I've seen Arch Enemy before, and they do a really good show. They do. Just not really my cup of tea, for personally. That's completely understandable. But I've been trying to get my Behemoth fixed because I didn't get to see them. And... The Satanist is on my top albums of all time. Okay. Easily. Like, I, I feel like from front to back, that album is perfection. Oh, yeah. No, it's fantastic. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> <laughs> I will be up on this hill with you. Yeah. So, but uh, but that being said, um, so I've been listening to kind of just like a lot of heavier stuff, just kind of 
very much a dichotomy from what I was talking about last week. That's completely fair. But with that being said, um, let's go ahead and just start rolling into uh, to some of these singles here. Um, so this week we or the past week and a half, we've had a lot more singles come out uh, than we have like albums and EPs. Um, so we'll keep it heavy starting out and just uh, kick it off with the body snatcher. Oh uh, my god. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, the, the, this song was oodles of heavy. So the, the song was uh, Absolved of the String and Stone. Sorry, the album just fully dropped on my phone, so I had to figure out which song it was that we listened oh, to. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, so um, it was Absolved of the String and Stones, uh, Strings and Stone, and it's body snatcher exactly what he expect mm-hmm. kyle medina just leads it through and through and these dudes do not take prisoners no it, it literally feels like you've been hitting the chest with a bat like it just comes in hard and fast yeah i am so excited to see these guys because they're going to be coming here may 13th uh in phoenix mm-hmm. uh with uh dying fetus and chelsea grin which is going to be an amazing show. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna probably need, I'm gonna need to figure out a way to go to that show. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say you're gonna need to figure I'm out. Gonna, a way. I'm gonna, yeah, because it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be dumb, yeah. dumb. But uh, yeah, so Body Snatcher is phenomenal. Go check these guys out. They are not to be slept on at this point. Um, Matt, why don't you go ahead and lead us in the next one? So next one is uh, the new one by Jungle Rot. Yeah. Uh, so this one, actually, there was two singles that were released. Uh, the first one was the album namesake Call to Arms, uh, which is coming up on their next album that releases, uh, I believe it's middle of May as well, uh, with the uh, the same name there. And uh, the other one was uh, Total Extinction. And uh, it is exactly what you would expect from Jungle Rot, mm-hmm. but it's still good. Yeah, no, for sure. I definitely got a got a good cake out of listening to those two songs. I definitely plan to come back to those ones in in the near future, which yeah. may be on my way back home. <laughs> <laughs> they're also another band that'll be coming here soon. <laughs> of course, <laughs> they're, they they're coming in June, I believe. That's still that's, not bad. Yeah. So except it's in the underground, so it is terrible because the oh. underground. Is, <laughs> For those unaware, the underground is a terrible swampy place. <laughs> it's literally the uh, the basement of an old church that's in downtown. That's in one of the downtown areas of one of our cities here, and it's they had air conditioning for a minute, and now it's gone. I as of the Traders show, it's it's definitely gone. <laughs> I haven't been in the underground since like 2012. Oh God! Yeah, it's no, been it's, a it's, while. it's not gotten good. Oh, geez, that's <laughs> that bad. being said, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the, these guys, Dave Matrice is still doing Dave Matrice things. Like mm-hmm. it, it is, it, it's a solid. I, I'm, I'm anticipating this album to be released really well done again, uh, just like their last few releases that they've done for sure. I, I yeah, 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 these guys are cool. I like them a lot. Uh, moving away from the heavier stuff a little bit, uh, State Champs released a new song. So State Champs is going to be your little bit more pop punky side of things. Uh, they released Everybody But You, which is featuring Ben Barlow of Neck Deep. I don't think I've ever listened to State Champs before I listened to this song. Oh my god, yeah. I really liked this. They're they're really catchy. Yeah, like they're they kind of bridge the sad boy pop punk and kind of your more poppy elements. Yeah, and I feel like they they found a really good way to mar- to to marry those two. Mm. Instead of being a like a progression, like uh, like if we take Neck Deep for instance, like Neck Deep's first uh, couple albums were 
as pop punk as it gets. And now they're the, the garbage they're coming out with now is just terrible. <laughs> Cause like it, all it is is just watered down at this point. Yeah. Um, where I feel like state champs has kind of been fairly consistent all along the way in keeping the two at bay with each other okay. and not letting one particularly take over the other. Right. Um, yeah, so the the new album is uh, entitled Kings of the New Age. Uh, that's going to be coming out on May 13th as well. May is going to be a very stacked that's month. That's going to be <laughs> stupid. We're going to be busy that yeah. month. Yeah, we are. Uh, there's also uh, three other singles that were released on this one. I honestly haven't listened to them yet. Uh, I plan on it. But based off of the one single that I heard, I'm pretty excited for it. Yeah. No, it, it, based on just this um, this song that I had heard today, is I'm I'm definitely... I have some interest in the State Champs record. For sure. Next, we have, um, as I actually alluded to a little bit earlier, Motionless and White's new track titled Masterpiece. And yeah, I actually haven't heard this one. I, I completely missed its drop. Okay. Um, this one reminds me a lot, especially in the chorus, is it, it sounds like Motionless and White is trying to do Breaking Benjamin. It's very much a ballad track. I felt like Motionless and White was trying to do Breaking Benjamin back in 2013. <laughs> <laughs> Marilyn Manson meets Breaking Benjamin. Okay, you know what? That's a fair... That, that, that is a fair... But this feels... The, and it, really, the melody of the chorus sounds almost exactly like something that was in a Breaking Benjamin song. There is a... I guess pseudo breakdown is a good way to put it. So there's a little bit of the heaviness still put into it. Um, but it's it's a little bit of that feels are real. So I definitely recommend checking that out. Their new album's dropping in June. And based on what I've heard with Cyberhex and Masterpiece, I'm ready for it. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, next, we have... Um, we're going to kind of doubleheader this one because the first one that we listened to wasn't good. Uh, so Scary Kids, Scaring Kids is back. Uh, they were kind of a, a big thing in like the late 2000s, mm -hmm. uh, kind of like in that post-hardcore emo explosion, I guess would be the yeah. best way to put it. Um, they stopped. I, th I think it was the, the lead singer passed away, and oh, they just geez. kind of stopped. Okay. I could be very wrong on that because they were never really one that was on my radar because I was more into deathcore at that time. Yeah. Um, that being said, they released most recently was Escape from My Reality featuring Modson. Um, full disclosure, we both thought this song was super boring. Yeah, it was. So, it just kind of lulled on for too long. Yeah, it, it felt more like a drone song. Yeah, than anything like with with lyrics and it almost vocal sort of makes me. Um, I don't know if you've seen them on YouTube, but it's like the videos where it's like lo-fi hip hop beats. Oh yeah, 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 it almost sounded like that was trying to be something you would find in that kind of a playlist. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, that being said, we did bump it on over to another song that's going to be on this upcoming record, which is Nightmare featuring Spencer Charnas, uh, who's of uh, Ice Nine Kills. Uh, this song was a bop. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the, the, this one here, it, it it did work. I mean, I'm a really big fan of Spencer Charnas' voice mm -hmm. uh, anymore. Like, just the more and more I listen to it, I just really enjoy it. Um, the whole album is literally chock full of features that I'm looking at right here. So it's going to be coming out on May 27th. Jeez. Yeah. Um, but it's it's featuring uh, people like Spencer Chamberlain, which is uh, from Under Oath. Under Oath, yeah. Um, we have a few other people here. Uh, oh, it's got Jesse Cash on one of the songs from, oh, from Era. Oh, from Era, yep. Um, Michael Swank, Tyler Posey. 
I don't know who a few of these people are. Femme? I don't know what that is. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, Lil Lotus, Cove Reber. They, 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 it's just like stacked with features every single song. That's so bonkers. Uh, it'll be kind of interesting to check out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I honestly, I kind of forgot about these guys. I'm going to go back and listen to them. I definitely, like, I knew their long name. Time. Yeah. I've known their name for years. It's just one of the bands I never got into because at the time they were really getting big. I had fallen down into the. Uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, the scene kid scene. So I was sitting there listening to like, you know, classic rock and like Slipknot. And then all this, you know, two or three years later was when it was like, hey, you're a scene kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, uh, they, they also the song with Lil Lotus is out. I haven't listened to that one yet. So it, it's there. <laughs> Check it out at your own risk, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Um, next up, we have, and of course, they have uh, new music, and they announced a new record, Electric Callboy. Oh, man. Dude, Spaceman is a bomb. I cannot stop listening to this it's stupid so song. Good. It's so Literally, when Matt walked in the door to my house to come record this, <laughs> it's just me blasting this song, pumping my fist to it. <laughs> I went, so, so no joke, I, was, I had walked through Gabe's door, and his dog's just kind of laying there in the middle of the living room. And I do the, um, I don't, I feel like the, it's like a kind of a, I don't know how to describe it, but I was like squatting, but like pulling my arms up towards myself and looking straight eye contact with the dog. And the dog's like, can I come up and like, you pet me? And he's just sitting there and I'm like, what? And he just sit there. What? And you just sit there. And I'm like, Come here. And then he finally got up and ran at He didn't me. know what to do with you. <laughs> Honestly, I'm surprised anybody knows what to do with That's me anymore. That's very fair. But yeah, uh, I'm, I'm hyped for this album. It's going to be so much it's fun. It's one of those things where like, it is mindless nonsense. Oh, 100%. But it is catchy mindless nonsense. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the chorus kind of reminds me. Are you familiar with uh, Nightman from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia? Yes. It kind of <laughs> reminds me of that. <laughs> Man, fighter of the day, man. God. Yeah. So it, it's obviously it's not a direct cognitive. Yeah. But it, it just kind of gave me those vibes, like if Nightman were like this Euro pop metal ballad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so down with that. It was so great. Uh, on a little bit more serious note, we have a new Machine Head single. Uh, off their upcoming album of Kingdom and Crown, which honestly has some of the most amazing artwork mm-hmm. like re- of recent. I think this thing looks so cool. Uh, this album's releasing <laughs> August 26th, and the song that we listened to was Choke on the Ashes of Your Hate. I'll be honest, Machine Head has not been on my radar in probably close to 10 years now at least. Same. <sighs> oh my god, this song was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like Machine Head was really only on my radar for one song when I was back in high school, and it was just because I was obsessed with the one song. I was like, "This is fantastic!" And then this, you showed me this, and I sat, I just kind of sat there, and I'm like, "Have I just been living incorrectly? Like, this is so good." Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's so good. I I fully anticipate listening to this album when it comes out because, like, I just. It came on no holds barred, mm-hmm. and it just starts off with a super groovy riff. We obviously get Rob Flynn's vocals that are coming over, and 
Rob Flynn's vocals aren't really particularly my taste, but I can look past them yeah. pretty easily, and especially with the guitar work that's happening on the album. like I, I feel like I'm not going to have any issue enjoying it. No, that's completely fair. Veil of Maya has dropped some new music, and honestly, the name of the song made me laugh. Uh, <laughs> Synthwave Vegan is yeah. the name of it, but oh my god, it is heavy, and I don't know why what's happening on guitar oh i don't even know anymore like so oh god veil of maya has been one of those bands that like yeah i absolutely respect you for what you do yeah i don't really want to listen to your music yeah so i'm actually going to get a pretty good helping of them because they're going to be here with born of osiris oh okay uh sometime next month i think that sounds right yeah uh victims and hunt the dinosaur are on that bill and i'm going for them (laughs) yes uh but yeah so the, the the song itself was cool it's just like it's got these normally weird time signatures mm-hmm. as we would expect from a gent band anymore and yeah that's really all i've got to say about it it's it's heavy um again guitar work is absolutely bonkers i that's about all i got as well yeah uh almost done with uh with singles here um a last couple that we got uh architects dropped when we were young which is uh honestly a solid banger from him. I was really surprised at how much I actually liked it. Matt and I listened to it together because we didn't realize that it had come out until mm-hmm. we were just checking through, make sure that we had everything for the cast. Um, yeah, I added it to my library before the song was done. Yeah, I, I, I watched it happen. I was like, you know what? Okay, <laughs> I respect yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's kind of more of the same stuff that we've seen Architects continuing to do. Um, it's got a very like two-steppy kind of vibe. The breakdown has kind of like the new Beartooth feel mm-hmm. to it, where it's kind of this more low-key. But um, yeah, it, it, it was it was neat. I liked it. Yeah, I feel and like it's got a little bit of that like up. every time I die in there too, which kind of add, added a little bit extra flavor. It to kind it. of yeah, not not quite as chaotic, but kind of just the the, the very two-steppy feel to yeah. it in a way. Uh, we also had a new single from the hard rock female fronted group Icon for Hire. Mm -hmm. Uh, called Ready for Combat. Um, I don't know how I feel about this one. I'm kind of leaning towards no, but it was... The song itself is fine. The verses are what I feel like rubbed me the wrong way. That's... Because the way that... And I'm totally blanking on her name, unfortunately, but the way the lead singer is kind of enunciating her words, it's Mm -hmm. almost like it's a loose way to say and so, like, instead of, like, talking in a normal phrase, it's kind of more talking like this, oh, where it's yeah. kind of, like, just throwing these words around in her mouth before they actually exit. Mm-hmm. And it feels like this very unsettling, weird, almost almost unprofessional. sloppy in a way. Yeah. yeah. So that may be the way that she is trying to come off. And if that's the case, then she succeeded. Mm-hmm. Uh, that being said, I just don't think it really fit well with the song and what the song was trying to communicate. Because yeah. the song is kind of just, like... Yo, I'm ready to go. You can't step up to my level. I'm the savage before you're the savage kind of thing. And yeah. I just don't feel like the vocal style and the verses really match that. Yeah. No, that's that's honestly a good way of describing it. Yeah. And uh, then the uh, the last one that I have noted, unless I'm missing one. Actually, I'm missing one. Uh, before I get to that last one, I do want to bring up Three Days Grace real quick. Uh, holy crap, this album's going to suck. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I honestly, I haven't liked anything Three Days Grace has put out since Adam Gontier uh, left, and I feel like that's the way that most people feel, mm-hmm. and I don't understand how they're continuing to put out music, because 
it's basically My Darkest Days with Extra Steps. And My Darkest Days wasn't that great of a band. No. Were, were they? Th- that was the band that did Porn Star Dancing, right? Yeah, so the vocalist for My Darkest Days is now the vocalist of Three Days Grace. His D- that w- I, okay. I think it's his brother is the bassist. And so when Adam Gontier left, that's when he came over. Neat. Yeah. Uh, that being said, the last single that we're going to talk about today is the uh, new single, for, or sort of single, from And Hell Followed With. Uh, so these guys released an, uh, an EP earlier. Uh, earlier this year called infinite sequential vision uh infinite sequential visions of sphere and hate uh solid 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 ep and then they released jewels of urn which is the infinite sequential visions of a sphere and all that jazz uh plus the song jewels of urn featuring julian kersey that being said jewels of urn is a really solid song we were kind of checking it out beforehand as Mm -hmm. well uh, it kind of honestly gives me the vibe of old like Whitechapel. Yeah. Kind of like that of Legions, uh, Messiabolical yeah. kind of vibe to it where it's a little bit more slower and chuggy with the kind of uh, like a third guitar over it. Yeah. Just kind of creating this very airy sense of... Kind of setting the atmosphere, yeah. setting the tone for... Yeah. No, that's... a And I had made the comment to Gabe as we were listening to it is up to a point is... The song sounded a little bit too clean as compared to a lot of other deathcore stuff, especially that's come out recently. But when you made the comparison of like old, old deathcore, is that's when it made a lot of sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that, that's what we got for singles now. Last single. Uh, we came as oh, Romans. Totally forgot, my bad. <laughs> and, no, you're totally fine. Um, this is actually the last single. Uh, we came as Romans, paired with Brand of Sacrifice, to do a reimagining of the song Dark Bloom that was originally put out by We Came as Romans. This was dope. It was wild. I still don't know where I kind of put my, where I put it in kind of like how I feel. Uh, just because going into it, I was a little concerned with it being the blending of Brand of Sacrifice and We Came as Romans. I felt like on paper, it just d- would not execute properly. And the couple times I've listened to it, I feel like it still hasn't hit the you know the the threshold of like, okay, this is something that I can definitely get down with. It this one's gonna take some time to kind of. Um, kind of marinate in and kind of listen to dig deeper in. i liked this one more than most we came as roman stuff just because i'm not really a fan of we came as romans that's to begin with. also fair um so this was a little bit more palatable with mm-hmm. me especially with the the brand of sacrifice guys just slaying it honestly kyle anderson is a monster he may honestly <laughs> between him and will ramos may be my favorite deathcore vocalist right now like those two are just Unreal. Speaking of Will Ramos, I just remembered one more single. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Wait, there was a no. What? So CJ McCreary released a song with his new band. Oh. Yeah. So A, CJ is kind of a piece of garbage. Um, oh, yeah. He, he's a, a known abuser at this point. Um, this is all the time of day that I'm going to give him because A, I want to bash him, and B, I want to bash his new song. Uh, so, yeah, CJ's abuser. Uh, I'm not even going to credit the band or the, uh, the the song. That's how poorly I think of him uh, at this point. But basically, the new song that he released is half trying to be Lorna Shore, but a like worse version of it. Okay. And the other half is him trying to be better than Will Ramos. 
and failing. Because he can't do what Will Ramos can. And right. <clears throat> yeah. I don't want to support the song, but I want to hear the song just to hear this guy fall on his face. Yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those things where it's... I, like, I checked it out once, and I'm like, I'm, I'm good from here. Good enough. So that's it. That That's it. That That is officially all the singles. <laughs> <laughs> and um, we're only how far in? <laughs> it's like 23 minutes, but okay, that, that's, that's really bad. most of everything. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll touch on this one briefly. There there was an EP that was released by the uh, band Dead Days called Tyrants. Uh, it's kind of your standard metalcore stuff. It's a vibe. If it's your cup of tea, then it's your yeah. cup of tea. It kind of um, sounds like a, a cross between, like, Void of Vision and I, I don't know. Insert copy paste band here. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> that's a sounds fair. I've only listened to a little bit of the EP, just as Gabe and I were kind of just churning through uh, some singles and stuff here before the start of the podcast, and it seems interesting. I'll probably give the EP at least a listen through just to kind of get a get a feel for it. If I end up getting really into the band, we'll go from there. If not. Hey, at least I've heard this one. Yeah, I honestly hadn't heard them before. They just popped up on my new releases, and I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. Yeah, may and as I was well. Like, oh, that's not terrible. Uh, but then we're gonna go ahead and move into albums. Uh, so first up, what, what do you want to do first? Let's talk do monuments first, because that's the one that I've actually been able to get into a little bit of. And this one, actually, I plan to try and dig into further. Um, I was See, actually, I plan to do the opposite. <laughs> really? It just wasn't for me, man. So. Let me let me also say that I've only gotten about four songs into it. Um, I'm really a big fan of the song Opiate. Mm-hmm. There's something about it where, and it might be partly because of this, what North Lane apparently has opened up within me, where it's like I want kind <laughs> of genty metalcore, but like a very big sung chorus. So. Mm-hmm. It almost feels like what Architects wants to do, but done better. Or it's like done the way that I prefer to hear it done, okay. I guess is a good way to put it. I respect And that. I think that's part of what's wanting me to go into this Monuments record, and I, it's leaving me more open to it. Uh, so far, I'm impressed with what I've heard. Okay. Yeah, for me, I, I, I'm in the opposite direction. I actually don't like Gent just because I feel like for me personally, and this is not saying anything against the musicians or the people who do like it, it's mm-hmm. too try hard for me. I can I can understand that. It's one of those things that instead of serving the purpose, doing the music to serve the purpose of the song, it's ser- the the song is serving the music kind of thing for me personally. Yeah, where it's you're just trying to write the weirdest and the craziest things, and you're applying a song to it's it. It's essentially gent is kind of the uh, it's the genre that it's just like. A, not an ego trip, like a, an ego boost. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be... Um, I w- the best way to describe it is like the musicians just circle-jerking each other kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> not sure if this, that's going to make it through the <sighs> editing por- part, it's but... It's going to make it through just because I don't have the time and energy to <laughs> bother with it. Um, yeah, sure, whatever. That, that That's... Essentially, the way of putting it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the musicianship is obviously phenomenal. Yeah. These guys know what they're doing. They do stuff that I'm personally not capable of mm-hmm. because I don't want to put in the effort to, and I just it's not really my cup of tea. And there, there is absolutely nothing wrong with that for me personally. Like I said, I just feel like it's t- it takes too much away from the song as a whole, mm-hmm. as opposed to really kind of just like being about the song. That yeah, no, that's completely fair. 
Uh, next, we, we touched on this one a little bit last week. Uh, there's the new Papa Roach album, Ego Trip. Mm-hmm. So I... Uh, in preparation for the cast, I was listening to this yesterday. Uh, my wife and I were driving down uh, to go to a, a graduation dinner for a, a friend of ours, and I put on this album. It gets three songs in, and she's like, can can we stop? <laughs> See, this is why I like your wife. She at least has good taste in music. I, well, I wouldn't go that far, but we'll continue. Good-ish. <laughs> no, I... I haven't touched this album since the last episode. And honestly, the there is too much things that I can pick from just memory that are just way too try hard about this record. The song where you hear Jacoby does that and everybody's saying like blah 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 blah. <laughs> like like do, bro That was the one that made her like I don't want to listen that's, to this okay. anymore. Okay, <laughs> nope. On, completely fair. As soon as I heard that the first time, I'm like this what it sounds like is it's a Jacoby, I think, somewhere between is like like 35 and 50 at this point, at somewhere in that kind of age range. I don't know exactly, but it sounds like he's essentially throwing a, a, a pretty a tantrum and he's he's <laughs> trying to act. He's trying to act hard. He's 45 years old, by the way. OK, but there's that we've got a couple songs on there. Um Kill the Noise really is the only b- highlight of the album, and it's just one of those songs that I plan to return to a, a lot. It's just a fantastic song by itself. There's a couple other songs on the record, again, that are, take a l- what Kill the Noise did and kind of keep that just rock anthem vibe, but they don't just hit that soaring level that Kill the Noise does. It's just... It's too try hard. So I mentioned this last week, but Kill the Noise basically sounds like an unreleased skillet track. Uh, <laughs> I can see it. Like, dude. like it almost like if you were to just cut and paste John Cooper's vocals, I don't know that I could tell the difference. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so stand up was horribly obnoxious. I had really high hopes when I saw Swerve because it's featuring. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. Don't even get me stirred. <laughs> so Swerve in my lane. God. Yeah. So it, it's featuring the uh, vocalist from Fever 333, mm-hmm. which is a band that I really enjoy. Um, yeah. It's the old, I don't remember if it's most of the band or just the vocalist, but the vocal, it's for sure the vocalist from Let Live. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, and the, the new band. Oh, my God. I haven't heard that name in yeah. a long time. Um, so it's that one which is a phenomenal band. I highly recommend checking him out. And Sueco, which is a rapper that I think garnered most of his uh, following off of TikTok. Okay. Which I've seen him on TikTok. He, he's kind of like in that Jarris Johnson realm. Yeah, yeah. Which um, uh, I really like both of them. I feel like they both do a really cool job kind of just like being a little bit unique and, yeah. and, and changing things up. And so Jarris Johnson did the reimagined version of Last Resort Yep, last year, I think it was. That sounds right. And it was phenomenal. I mm-hmm. love that song more than the original. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I feel like Jerry Johnson did a phenomenal job with his his reimagination of it, and I was really hoping for the same thing from Swaco here. And I'll be honest, I could not tell you where he's at in the song. No, it And is. this one really just ends up sounding like it was trying to garner the TikTok crowd. Yeah. But it's too hard for, like, a TikTok soundbite. Mm-hmm. And 
it's too too i, I don't i don't know it, it, it's honestly just obnoxious don't swerve in my lane yeah basically like it, it it literally sounds like jacoby was like they're sitting in a car and just yelling at somebody who swerved in their lane and they just happened to record and like okay we're putting ba- this on yeah the basically album. he just recorded my daily commute <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's fair. Liar was tolerable. Mm-hmm. Um, I honestly couldn't even tell you what Bloodline was. I'm pretty sure that one was obnoxious too. I think that I think that was one of the bad ones too. Um, I really liked Ego Trip up until that stupid rap part that he did in Spanish. That <laughs> that. So literally in the middle of the song, this fool says "Me llamo Jacopo y yo soy tan loco." El ego es no me, no es mi amigo, which translated means, and when I say it the way that I do, I don't, I am not misappropriating the Spanish language. I am quoting basically directly what Jacoby had said, and it, it is a direct translation, which basically means, my name is Jacob or Jacoby. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a little bit crazy. Ego is not my friend. And I'm like, th- what part about this even remotely called for this? Because like the the song itself is just kind of like this very indie rock kind of alt vibe, and I actually really like the song until he does that, and that just utterly kills the song for me. Yeah, I know the the pain in the front of your head. I can see it visually. <laughs> How much smoke is coming out of my ears right now? That's a little bit. Okay, <laughs> it what? would be more, but you're off nicotine right now. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> um, dying to believe was also another tolerable one. That was just kind of that like, one. I was actually really happy with, and I was actually happy to be able to enjoy a song on a record outside of the first song yeah and then honestly tracks nine through 14 i couldn't tell you what they are because i don't remember them i don't either so yeah um ego i looked at the the reviews online as well nobody online can decide what they feel about it like i have seen every literally from one to five stars i have seen every single rating for this album Jeez. So I'm just like, all right, nobody agrees to this album online. <laughs> What's your rating if you had to give one? Uh, like on our scale, out of eight, uh, it, it's definitely a two. There, There's a couple solid parts on this album that I can go back and I can respectfully listen to. The rest of the album is garbage. I don't want to return to it. I That's probably about where I'd put it for the exact same reason. Yeah. If I, I did 1.5, I, I would do 1.5. <laughs> honestly, 1.5 is probably the lowest that I would go and feel comfortable with. Cause I feel like a one just doesn't give enough credit to the actually good songs on the album. Yeah. But yeah. And, uh, the, uh, the final album that we're going to be uh, talking about today, uh, just briefly here is going to be the new cancer bats album. Uh, the, uh, the title of the album is going to be psychic jailbreak. <laughs> that album name is awesome. Oh, yeah. No, like, the, these guys are very, like, tongue-in-cheek. Like, one of the songs on the album is called Lonely Bong. <laughs> That's fake. Yeah. Um, these guys are kind of in that same, like, southern metalcore kind of vibe, like, uh, Every Time I Die is, uh, they like, they can be found in. Um, yeah. I, I honestly, I like the record. I think it was pretty groovy. Mm-hmm. Um it's definitely something that I plan. I need, I need to come back to a lot more because I've only gotten through it like twice or so, and that was more in passing as I'm working. Okay. Um, 
yeah that being said i enjoy the album i think i think it's pretty solid and uh th- these guys really have never disappointed before they've kind mm-hmm. of had their formula and they stuck to it and expanded along the way it's the same thing as every time i die has mm-hmm. and i feel like it's just it's kind of hard to go wrong with it that's fair yeah no i i've listened to a little bit of this one and it's, it's I definitely plan to at least try and give it a shot. Um, there's the every time I die element that was there that I think was really what caught me. So, uh, in you know, interest level is already up there. So I feel like I'd be doing a disservice to the album to at least not give it a shot. For sure. Yeah, that that's really all I've gotten in uh, terms of uh, music today. Did you have anything further? No, not that I can think of, no. Cool. Yeah. Well, uh, the, the, I guess really like the last thing that i'm going to bring up here is just go to shows go see your local bands there there's nothing related to the podcast here that i'm talking about just go see local bands go support support your your scene just support local man exactly also Peta deserves to die (laughs) (laughs) i'm 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 i feel like i'm looming underneath a facebook band hammer right now because of a tirade that i went on 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 one of Peta's posts (laughs) (laughs) this is going completely off the rails here but i have to just talk about this i'm 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 like interested now so first off it it should be known that i'm an i am an extreme advocate for animal rights um we do way too much in the name of the capitalism and not enough in the name of protecting the only things that we have here on earth Mm -hmm. that being said PETA is a terrible terrorist organization that deserves to die. May their armpits be infested with the flies of a thousand camels. <laughs> they are the terrible organization that has a higher kill rate than most kill shelter that, than any kill shelter, and they are terrible. What they have done is a few of their idiot activists have gone and super glued their hands to Starbucks countertops until Starbucks lowers the price of their non-dairy options for milk. Yeah, like I said, this is something that gets me really heated. So I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of move on here. That being, I'm just putting it out, just so you know, I'm I'm using my platform to spread <laughs> my beliefs. Yes, PETA is evil. They are horrible. They are the Westboro Baptist Church of animal rights organizations. Mm-hmm. They mean nothing. They do nothing. They are purposeless in this entire world. And I hope they all just disintegrate and earn the death that they had that all the animals before them had not earn the death they, they, they earned the death of all the animals who didn't earn that death yeah so now we're gonna go ahead and move on to our end track <laughs> <laughs> sorry Segway. i i got sidetracked there i got upset i need to breathe matt why don't you tell us about our hidden track absolutely <laughs> so <laughs> good lord so uh, the day that this episode should be releasing is actually it's going... if I get it out on time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Again, if. <laughs> um, no, the uh, pre-release for the new Magic the Gathering set titled Streets of New Capenna is going to be happening. So... Um, again, kind of going back to the support local, support local businesses, support your local game store. If that is, you know, if you are into like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Digimon, TCG, anything like that, um, go into your shops, go and get uh, boxes, uh, pre-release kits, go and actually get access to these cards. It's going to be the first way to get access to the new stuff. Um, to speak a little bit on the sort of theme and gimmick of the set, is it... 
very heavily inspired on like 1920s uh, gangster mob uh, mafia film crime noir crime family mobs, um, and it's all brought in, but it's given this kind of cool thing where. Each of these families are headed by demons, um, and there's a lot of, like, demon and angel symbolism just kind of in the history of it, and uh, there, there's a lot of really cool stuff that's coming out in this set. Yeah, um, it's got a very, like, gilded look to it, and, and just to, to be frank, Matt and I both play this game heavily. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, I, I'm excited for it. I think it's got a lot of cool new features that are going to be coming out for it, and... I think it'll be a good time. I'm I'm planning the pre-release tomorrow night for it. That'll be cool. Yeah, I'm gonna try to be a part of one of the pre-releases. Um, if not, I may just end up getting one of the pre-release kits and just crack it at home. Um, but to be a magic boomer, uh, to be completely honest, is I appreciate what the uh, you know the power level that the set's bringing. It's just I'm not a big fan of the setting overall when it comes to magic as a whole. But again, that's just me being a I'm little there bit of a magic you. boomer. I, I'm not a big fan of this setting or like the the last set, Kamigawa Neon Dynasty. Yeah, I'm not a fan of those particularly just because they don't really invoke the same feelings that it's not the magic. high fantasy that we've been, we've been used to before yeah but and the power power level seems to be there and i think that's enough to really kind of make me want to and it sounds like kind of in your situation too just like you know what let me let me have the cards the power levels there i'm not going to completely abscond the 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 set because the setting isn't something that i vibe with yeah this isn't midnight hunt and crimson vow <laughs> that was so bad <laughs> so terrible but that's gonna wrap it up for today's podcast thank you guys so much for tuning in um please do like rate and subscribe you can also find us on a variety of social medias which would include uh, that's going to be, you can find us on TikTok, you can find us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram, all at TentacleBop. Yep, and again, please, like, if you're going to leave a one-star rating, just th- throw something with it. I think it. we've hammered that one in. I'm I almost think... certain that person is never listening again, <laughs> probably because of the stupid Iron Maiden episode It was that you probably did. the Iron Maiden episode. <laughs> I got just saucy that episode. Yes, you did. But f- next week, we will be doing another band breakdown. And do we want to spoil who oh, it I'm is? Oh, I'm going to spoil this so hard. Spoil it We're going to be me. doing The Kings, The Acacia Strain. Hey. These. This is going to be really cool because I haven't listened to these guys outside of when you were like, oh, dude, Decay came out. And like I listened through all of that. Before that, dude, I hadn't listened to them since high school. So it's going to be a real, it's going to be really cool getting to kind of jump back into that. And I've already been listening in preparation also because it's a little bit of pleasure of mine just because oh, I love these guys. So one of much. your favorite bands. So obviously yeah, absolutely. They, they, they're, they're, yeah. they're number two right behind Trivium. Jeez. Yeah. yeah, no, they're, they're fantastic. So we're really excited for this one, but until then we will catch you in the next one. See you later. Guys.